Chapter 59 Small Umbrella, Big Tornado Xu Fengyan furrowed his brow and asked, So this war tonight's dead for good? The geezer said mockingly, Not so fast. Since the Red Armour's forged according to the Five Elements, the real show begins only when all five Red Armoured Runic Knights assemble. Now that I've made my move, I don't mind going all the way. They can't be any more troublesome than that revolting Yi Hong Ting. Found it. The geezer looked eastward. Qin Yao leapt out with a burst of energy. Since you like to hide so much, I'll break an armor first. Let's see how long you can hold it in. With one foot, the geezer stomped on the runic water knight's chest just as the latter was about to get up. Stomp after stomp sent the water knight's head further down inside the muddy pit. He then used an umbrella as a sword. With a whirl, the surrounding downpour was sucked by the centripetal force, forming a colossal rain tornado around the geezer. Wielding the umbrella sword, the geezer chanted, One sword to make immortals kneel. Umbrella and tornado pierced through the runic water knight's head in a flash. The torrential rain suddenly stopped, the raindrops ricocheting upward instead of falling down. It was as if man's might had defied the natural order, forcefully blocking its course. Then a light flapping sound. The geezer opened his umbrella again and slowly walked back to the carriage. Qingyao returned with a light step, shaking her head, saying, the enemy has retreated. Xu Fengyan asked in a small voice, Water Knight's dead, and the puppeteers retreated. The geezer ignored Xu Fengyan. Grinned widely at Jiang Ni, he asked her, Lassie, there's still some valor in me old bones, no? Seeing the girl's dazed look, Li Chunggang let out a laugh. He spoke out, if you hurry, you might still get to see some of the mystery behind these red-armored runic knights. Xu Fengyan bowed solemnly to the geyser and spurred his horse to the spot where the water knight had been fatally struck. Squatting in front of the body, he noticed the exquisiteness of the runes carved onto the red armor. Yang Qingfeng said respectfully, Your Highness, I know a little about rune mechanism. May I take a closer look? Xu Fengyan asked stiffly. Can you lock in this guy's spirit for a while more? Yang Qingfeng bowed slightly and said, Yes. He squatted down and forced a smile. Your Highness, looks like this armoured man was already dead long beforehand. Xu Fengyan knitted his eyebrows. Looks like? Young's voice fell. I'm sure of it. Xu Fengyan asked. What did you notice? Young spoke slowly. 
Most of the runes are the work of skilled force alchemists from Mount Longhu's Celestial Master Taoism. This nine grid rune came out of Gazal's Mountain's Scripture of the Spirit Keeper. Then you have the image of the Supreme One on the left leg. That's an advanced rune from Maoshan Mountain. As for those Sutra scripts, I'm not in a position to assume blindly, but I can surmise that there are traces of the Shangyin Academy's Tianji Tower. Xu Funyan asked again. And the material of this red armour is? Yang shook his head. I don't know. It's the first time I've seen it. The corpse inside the red armour gradually turned to ashes, leaving only a suit of damaged armour in the end. Xu Fengyan stood up and turned back, just in time to see Wei Shuyang and Ning Ermei dismounting from their horses. He noticed that Ning's halberd-wielding hand was bleeding profusely, and his satchel only held several pieces of short spears. Ning Ermei dropped to his knees with a heavy thud on the muddy ground. With bloodshot eyes, he declared loudly, Forgive my incompetence. We lost over forty men from the Feng Battalion, yet we could not capture that big red-armored man. All we did was chop an arm off him. Your Highness, I only wish you could give me thirty light cavalrymen to pursue and kill him. If I fail, let Ning Emai's head be sent back in its place. Xu Fengyan was amazed. General Ning chopped off an armored man's arm. Wei Shuyang nodded lightly by the side. Xu Fengyan remarked calmly. General Ning, take this Feng battalion squad back to Northern Yang. Ning Ermei gritted his teeth. I'm not willing to, and neither does the Feng battalion. Xu Fengyan remained placid. Not afraid of dying? Ning Ermei gave a deep roar. No Northern Liang Iron Cavalryman fears death. If we die, let it be on the battlefield. Xu Fengyan mounted the white horse and said, Then come, but first, go send the fallen soldiers back to Liang territory. I'll take it slow and wait for you. Ning Ermei took up his halberd and went off as ordered. Xu Fengyan laughed at himself. The Feng Battalion battled to the death, but for whom? Xu Fengyan stayed in the private dwellings of the scholar named Jin Lanting. Looking outside the window, Qing Niao reported. Jiang Ni is waiting in the courtyard, book and umbrella in hands. Xu Fengyan chuckled. Money's gotten into her. Go let her in. Qing Niao led Jiang Ni into the room, and Xu Fengyan gave orders to the latter. Studying can wait. Grind some ink. I want to draw something. When Jiang Ni saw the shamit inkwill in a corner, she scowled with reddened eyes. How? Xu Fengyan jested. My gift to you. You lost it, so I simply retrieved it from the bottom of the Shishang pool. Jiang Ni's eyes were now teary, and her lips quivered. She lunged at this jerk and cried out, 
I'll kill you! Shifunyan extended his leg and blocked her charge, saying softly, All right, stop fussing. Consider that inkwell my gift to you. Jiangni croaked with resentment. It is mine! You callous scoundrel! I'm learning swordsmanship from Li Chenggang to kill you in one strike! Xu Fengyan narrowed his eyes and went deep into thought. Li Chenggang? That geezer's behavior really isn't what you'd expect from the god of sword. <laughs>